Hi, I'm Nick. And I'm Rob. We're a writing team from New Jersey with a passion for film. An aggressive, all-consuming passion. Well, whenever we see a news article we find, like, insane, uh, immediately it's... How can we make a movie out of this? Every episode we read a crazy article from different sources and tumble down our own rabbit hole. Discussing cast, crew, and plot. And then we hash out a pitch for a feature film. So, join us as we BS about movies and ask the important question... What do you got? What do you got? What do you got? What do you got? Right. Are we recording? We are rolling. <laughs> we are rolling. All right, and here we go. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 30 of What Do You Got? Uh, if this is your first episode, we're going to explain a little bit what we're doing today because it's a little bit different than usual. But at the same time, why the fuck is your first episode 30? That's a little weird. Uh, I'm here with my co-host, Mr. Rob. Rob, say hi. Hi. Okay, awesome. Uh, we are joined by our guest star of the evening, uh, cosplayer, actress, voice actress, Twitch streamer, model, Megara Hope. That's a lot. It's, it's your life, not mine. <laughs> I know. I do too much. <laughs> Tell us a little bit about yourself there, Meg. I think you covered it. Uh, cosplayer, actress, Twitch streamer. I mean, voice acting goes into acting, but yeah, I do a whole bunch of stuff, and I like movies. Cruise Line director, United <laughs> Nations ambassador. <laughs> and Baby Gap seasonal employee. Um, <laughs> they still have Baby Gaps? I they, think. Do they specialize still? I don't know, but I hope they're seasonal employees for Baby Gap specifically. <laughs> it's it's breeding season. Oh, no. Everybody's going to the uh, to their native waters to spawn. Yeah, all the seasonal employees were there all through quarantine because of how many quarantine babies were made. Um, for those of you who don't know how we do our guest star episode, since we've only done one, well, technically two, although the first one was with the same last guest star. Uh we have to stop referencing things that people don't know about. That don't exist. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, so the way that these work, uh, Meg, <coughs> excuse me, has a story for us today that Rob and I do not know. We don't know what the article is. Uh, we have no idea what it's about. She's going to pitch us that article along with her cast, director, and title and plot. Uh, while she's doing that, Rob and I will write down our ideas for it, and then the three of us will come together and create a full-fledged pitch as we do a la every episode. Um, just check the ink on my pen here. Meg dead? <laughs> question good, mark. Good. Yeah. Okay. Hugh, Hugh Grant? Grant? Question mark. <laughs> um, Meg, I'm gonna I'm gonna throw it over to you. Let's do this thing. Alrighty. So this is a, a little long. I will try to condense as much as I can. But Nick, this one was specifically chosen with you in mind for one of your favorite movies. All right. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah, Rob's, Rob's Bye, getting Rob. up and leaving. Okay. Uh, <laughs> see you later. He'll be back later. Why don't we kick it off? Uh, <laughs> I got nowhere else to go. <laughs> we know. Uh, I had trouble choosing because originally I wanted to do something about the mermaids that were in Disneyland in the 60s, but I couldn't find like a good article that would make a story. Was that just based around a lot of LSD or? No, there, there were mermaids. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, this one... Um, Specifically had a comment saying, I would watch this film. So that's when I decided I was going to do it. That's a good starting point. <laughs> so this is called The New York to Paris Auto Race of 1908. You can't get from New York to Paris anymore. <laughs> a lot of that is going to be on a boat. <laughs> on the frigid morning of February 12, 1908, a quarter of a million people lined the streets of New York City to witness the start of a contest without precedent a westward automobile race from New York to Paris. Oh. Sponsored by the New York Times and the French newspaper Le Matin, the race featured six cars from four countries, three cars from France, one each from United States, Germany, and Italy. The planned route would take the racers across the United States, up through Canada into Alaska, over the Bering Strait, which race organized hoped would be frozen in the dead of winter, to Siberia, through Russia, and finally Europe and Paris. Uh, among the competitors were Daredevil's Adventurers, a German aristocrat, and a Buffalo mechanic. Uh, the, sorry, there's so many pictures, too, which when you guys post the article, you can look at all the cool pictures. The race was scheduled to begin at 11 a.m., but Mayor George McClellan, who was supposed to fire the starting pistol, failed to appear on time. An impatient bystander picked up the pistol and fired it himself, and the racers went off. It was probably like 
just a real pistol too, like not yeah. even a starting pistol. <laughs> That's a real gun. You might want to get down. <laughs> so one of the French cars made it less than 100 miles before quitting due to a busted differential. The decision to hold the race in the middle of winter enhanced the challenge. Swaddled in heavy motorist clothes, the racers struggled through deep snow and unplowed roads, often imping along in a single file and stopping constantly for repairs. So... Uh, the competing teams forged tentative truces and abandoned them at will. So truces, and then they went, eh, never mind. Exited locals came out in droves to support and aid the American Thomas Flyer car, which was the one United States car, while the foreign teams had to beg or pay for any assistance. As the racers crossed vast vast swaths of open country with bad roads or none at all, they often resorted to trundling over railroads or balloon tires. (laughs) Uh, let's see, we can, there's a whole bunch of things about the cars, and then one of the racers is quoted as saying, I do not like the Americans as a whole, just as I do not like the cheesemonger whom a prize in a lottery or a sudden rise in the price of potatoes has made wealthy. There is still too much of the herdsman about them. It's such a, it's such a unique way to hate on cheesemongers. (laughs) (laughs) After 41 days, the United States car reached San Francisco, the first ever crossing of the United States by a car in winter. The car was then shipped up to Seattle and on to Alaska. As the Americans turned north, the line of followers stretched from California to Iowa. Another French car, contending with persistent mechanical problems, was forced to drop out. So that's now two of the French cars of the three that have dropped out. Good. Um, there was a telegram to one of the French cars that was quit race, sell car, come home. What, what, uh, what countries were involved in this again? Uh, three French cars, one German car, one Italian car, one United States car. Now that doesn't mean one driver per car. Right, right, right. For example, the United States car had four people in it. Okay. Yeah. It's like Le Mans. Yeah. Uh, so after reconnoitering the Alaskan terrain, George Schuster, who is the main United States driver, declared that driving through it in an automobile was impossible. The race organizers scrapped the whole Bering Strait plan, the only reason for holding the race in winter. Apparently, it hadn't actually frozen that year, so there's no way to get over and told the Americans to return to Seattle and take a ship across the Pacific. The Americans' Alaskan detour allowed their competitors an opportunity to catch up. By the time the Americans made it back to Seattle and set sail for Japan, the others were weeks ahead of them. To balance the injustice, the race organizers gave the Americans an allowance of 15 days, meaning they could arrive at the finish line two weeks after the others and still win. The organizers also penalized the German team 15 days for shipping their Protoss car from Utah to Seattle by train. (laughs) So the German people were like, nah, and they shipped their car without asking if that was okay. I don't really, like, blame them. It's 1908. Trains are vastly more reliable than cars. (laughs) Very much so. Oh, it was a time when, like, people still trusted uh, horse-drawn carriages. Uh Uh, Arthur Morgan's only been dead for eight years. (laughs) (laughs) The Americans caught up to the others in Vladivostok, where the last remaining French driver had brought up all the gasoline in the area and was offering it to whichever team would take him on board. The Italians took the Frenchman's gasoline, but his disappointed sponsor pulled him out of the race. (laughs) The racers pushed on across the mucky, thawing tundra of Siberia and Manchuria and the wild expanse of Russia, with the Germans leading, the Americans just behind and the Italians legging thousands of miles in the rear. On July 26th, after driving for five and a half months and nearly 22,000 miles, Lieutenant Hans Koppen drove the German Protos car into Paris. The reception for the Germans was chilly. This was France, after all, and with the accumulated penalties and allowances the Americans still had, about a month to finish and win. Four days later, George Schuster and the Americans cruised into Paris to the adulation of an ecstatic crowd. The Italians would not arrive until September. Huh. Uh, And Schuster was the only American in the crew who had gone the full distance. He was awarded fame, accolades, and a 1,400-pound trophy. He soon returned to his day job at the Thomas Automotive Factory. Uh, The Thomas Company went out of business five years later, and the faithful car that carried Schuster around the world was auctioned off, and he actually was inducted into a Hall of Fame, I believe, in 2010. Interesting. So that's the story. Fascinating. And guess what? It did not inspire Mad, 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 Mad World. I double-checked. It it didn't? (laughs) It didn't. I was like, is Mad, 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 Mad World based on anything? Which, for those that don't know, is one of Nick's favorite films. Yeah, actually, I think we talked about it last episode? We talk about it, like, once every three episodes. (laughs) We we usually do. Um, Okay, Meg, so with that in mind, 
What do you got? <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> um, so the story kind of writes itself. I think bit. it's it's pretty simple, but I imagine it as um, the organizers between the Times and the uh, La Matine newspaper in France. It's a scam that they're just mm. going to take the money of the uh, like you got to pay a fee to enter. So. Um, and then again, of course, it, it writes itself. It's I think it's a comedy, um, but like a scam comedy, mm-hmm. kind of. Uh, my three Frenchmen, I have Vincent Cassell, uh, Asia Kate Dillon, who is a non-binary actor. They're from Billions. They are I from Billions. Them. And I actually have Lakeith Stanfield. Nice. Because uh, I love Lakeith. Uh, for the German car, I have two people. I think the lieutenant is played by Daniel Bruhl. With nice uh, again. <laughs> with Flula Borg as like his co. <gasps> Jennifer uh, poops at parties. <laughs> Jennifer poops at parties. Uh, the Italian, obviously, this one's he's older, so who knows if he would still be able to film. My favorite Italian actor, Roberto Benigni. Uh, How you, old is he now? He's in his. He's born in fifty two. So. Oh, okay. yeah. I thought he was in his eighties. No, he's in about his in sev- his seventies. But um, if you have not seen La Vita Bella, please watch it. Yeah, that's a that's a tough film. Okay, so here. My U.S. car. I want Leonardo DiCaprio to play George Schuster. Okay. Because <laughs> I really want to see Leo in like a full-on comedy like that. Okay. Um, another person in the U.S. car was a reporter from the Times, and I want it to be a woman disguised as the reporter so that she could hop in. Because obviously it's 1908, women aren't doing much. Mm-hmm. And I have Haley <laughs> Lou Richardson playing the reporter. Who's that? Oh, Haley Lou is from. Um, shoot. What's she from? She is from, I just had it. Haley Lou. And then I also have Haley, uh, Elliot Page in. Mm. Haley Lou Richardson. Uh, she was on Disney Channel, but she was also in a movie that you like. Uh, oh, she was in The Edge of Seventeen, Five Feet Apart, Split. She was the other girl in Split. Oh, okay. okay. Gotcha, um, gotcha, gotcha. And then with I, Anya Taylor-Joy. Yes, with Anya Taylor-Joy. And Who then, I'm starting to really, really like. <laughs> And then the fourth person in the U.S. car, I have Justice Smith, which was the guy from Fallen Kingdom, uh, Jurassic Park Fallen Kingdom, the geeky guy. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, he was funny. Yeah. I, I watched like half an hour of that. You know what's funny, Rob? I liked Fallen Kingdom better than I liked the first Jurassic World. It's one of two movies in my life that I've actually walked out of the theater. <laughs> <laughs> I literally, we watched the first 10 minutes, Nick and I, and I went, you're going to like this one better than the first one. <laughs> do, you know why, do you know why I wound up walking out of it? Why? Uh, I, it just upset me uh, when the Brachiosaur was killed by lava while it was trying to get to the boat. So sad. Oh, uh, it was so very upsetting. upsetting. And then I, I decided the film should not exist because the director said, that's that Brachiosaur that you see at the beginning of Jurassic Park. That's the first dinosaur. No. And I said, you don't have that right. No, nope, <laughs> I'm not okay with this now. I don't enjoy this movie anymore. Nope. That was, you are 100% right. He does not have the right to do you that. And on the theme <laughs> of Jurassic Park, I accidentally really decided that the man that gets impatient and shoots off the uh, gun is going to be Jimmy Buffett. <laughs> I just wanted to see that. Because everything should have Jimmy Buffett. And then the people, Who, like the so, scammers, the people, like the head of the times. Yeah. Um, I actually have Matthew Lillard okay. as the lead, but his wife is actually behind it, who's played by Amy Acker. Okay. Um, and my director, I have... That's why you were asking me about I Amy was Acker. asking, because I wanted to make sure it was who I remembered it being. Uh, I have Lorraine Scafaria as the director. I really wanted a female director because it is such a male-heavy cast, mm. and there's too many movies where you see a female-heavy cast with a male director, so mm-hmm. why don't we change it up a bit? Who uh, Who's Elliot Page playing? You said you cast him. Uh, Elliot... So Elliot and Justice are just two other people within the U.S. car. One of them, I the think... The reporters or no? They're only not one is a reporter, okay. and that's Haley Lou. Okay. The other two, one's like a mechanic, the Buffalo mechanic. Gotcha. Um, oh, my God. I would love to see Elliot play a mechanic, like a New York mechanic. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be really funny. He just uh, posted his Wrestle first Canadian, picture. Though. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but if he could put on like a really Brooklyn accent. <laughs> yeah. He just posted his first uh, picture in swim trunks oh, yeah? after his top surgery. Oh, he looks great. Nice. He looks fantastic. Awesome. Um, so that was my director and my titles. I I came up with two, and then the third one was actually the name of one of the articles when I was looking for the best one that explained everything. Mm-hmm. My first one was Culture Shock. My second one was Meet Me Ooh. in Meet Me in Paris. And then the other one was Paris or Bust, but that was the name of the article, but I really liked it. That's also a good one. No, Culture Shock's actually really good, too. 
I like that. I thought that was the funnest part. That's great. Um, okay, real quick, go into a little bit more detail for us just about the, not your characters, the yeah. people in the actual article. Um, so just tell us, remind us again who who was in this. <laughs> so there are there's the three French cars, two of which drop out while they're still in the United States. Okay. Um, then there's the one car that the U.S. catches up with. Again, some names aren't even in there because right, of right, how right. old it is, so we can make up those names. George Schuster is the main guy. He's your main character. Mm-hmm. Um, that's For me, it would be Leo. He is driving the United States car. In the unit, and remember, these cars are all basically convertibles. They're, yeah, they're open top, and it's winter. Mm-hmm. Um, so George is with the reporter, who I've decided is a woman, and then the mechanic, and then just a- another driver because they would often just literally take turns about who was sleeping and who wasn't. Mm-hmm. And then after that, you have the Italians and the Germans, and the Germans are the ones that get to Paris first, but because. The they gave the Americans that extra allowance because the Bering Strait <laughs> wasn't wasn't frozen and right, they right, couldn't right. cross the Bering Strait. They gave the Americans fifteen days, therefore the Americans technically won. Okay, does that, does that help? Yes, okay. yeah, it does. Americans love technically winning. <laughs> <laughs> they really do. Oh, okay. And the, Vietnam was a tie. <laughs> <laughs> and the German driver is a lieutenant. A uh, lieutenant in uh, the the German army. Yeah. Okay. It was like literally Lieutenant Hans something something. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Oh, the Kaiser. Okay, I know what I'm doing. Um, Rob, you, you want me to go? Is that what you said? Uh, oh, by the way, uh, Lorraine uh, Scrafia, the director, directed Hustlers, which is why I was like, okay, con movie, got it. But she also directed um, Seeking a Friend for the End of the World. That's a really good movie. Yeah, and helped write the film Nick and Nora's Infinite Playlist. I haven't seen that one, but I've heard that one is really good too. That's with uh, what's She's her face, She's from New right? Jersey. Oh, oh is she? Look at that. Whereabouts? Homedale. There you go. I remember watching that with all my like very Christian friends Nick when I was Laura? in high school, and then they have sex in a recording studio, and it's just like an audio thing because it's getting picked up on the mic, but they were all like, <laughs> <laughs> Um. Can I ask? Can I do it? Yeah, yeah. You ask whoever you want to go first. You Rob. Make that, you make that yep. choice. What do you got? Did you guys ever watch Wacky Races on Saturday mornings when you were growing up? I don't think so. Cartoon? No? Okay. Um, I'm going left field. We're going from 1918, I'm sorry, 1908 to 1918. Okay. This is a movie called No Man's Land. It's a World War One movie, dude. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but not really. It's the sequel to 1917. <laughs> Here in 1918, the war has come to a standstill, as it does in trench warfare. <laughs> and it's decided by gentlemen's agreement between the king and the kaiser and whoever is in charge of the mess that is Italy, <laughs> President Woodrow Wilson, that the war will be decided by a representative race oh. <laughs> from New York to Paris. My director is Michelle McLaren of Game of Thrones and Breaking Bad. Love. <laughs> Our representative racers for each country in this extremely violent Olympics is Jackie Ito, who's a black French actor, uh, probably best known for Inglorious Bastards. Mm-hmm. Uh, speaking of which, pairing him with Till Schweiger as our German competitor. Yes. As the Italian, uh, an actor named Romain Dury, uh, who was in All the Money in the World. Uh, as our American, Joel Egerton. And as the British competitor, Damian Lewis. Ooh, I like Joel Egerton. Yeah. Uh, yes, so the film's called No Man's Land. <laughs> uh, because racing movies are hard to do, uh, which is why I appreciate them when they're good, like Ford v. Ferrari. Uh, Donna Ferrari. I still need to. <laughs> I still need to see that one actually. Uh, it's it's very good. Shane yeah. Mangle, the director of Logan. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So basically, I want to have this be a uh, an action race across the United States, uh, across the frozen. It will be frozen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Bearing straight uh, through Russia, who did not participate in this because they are Russia, uh, and into Paris to decide um, essentially uh, either who will uh, get to end the war on favorable terms, or who gets to go first once the next assault happens. <laughs> you know they would just sit there in the trenches for like three months and like, all right, everyone up and over this side. <laughs> and that's No Man's Land. Nice. Love it. 
Nick, what you got? Um, okay, so my original choice here was to do sort of more of an auto race uh, in which my title was going to be a play on Autobahn. It was going to be called Autoband. <laughs> um, but I've decided to switch that up since you changed the timeline You and Meg went more towards the article. I'm making it a private jet race uh, <laughs> in the 1960s, um, very akin to the middle of uh, Catch Me If You Can. Okay. Uh, and it's a mad, 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 mad world in terms of the private jet airports that used to be so huge in the 60s with a lot of cocktails and drinking and everything like that, where, um, uh, oh my gosh, what's the what's the guy's name in Mad World who is also in Gilligan's Island, oh, who plays uh, the jet pilot. Uh, Mr. Yeah, it's the millionaire. What is his friggin' name? Anyway, um, that, that style character. Uh, so Thurston Howell, something like that? Thurston Howell. Yes, that's it. Um, so with that character, I have a Brit playing my American using a British accent. Uh, it is going to be an always drunk Tom Hardy. Wait, um, wait, okay. But he's an American. You went, no, you went Rewind. too fast. There's a British person who's playing him. All right, that happens all the time. But he's speaking in his natural British accent. Correct. Uh, all right, by please the continue. Way, the actor's name is Jim Backus. Jim Backus, yes, yes, mm-hmm. yes, yes. Um, so Tom Hardy will be playing an American using his British accent and always drunk. That will be in the contract. So is he the George Schuster character? From, Basically, okay. yeah. Okay. yeah. Um, for my German, since uh, I and I believe Rob also just watched Army of the Dead. I don't know how to pronounce his name. Matthias Schweighofer, I'm going to say. Do you have it written down? Right here. Uh, oh, yeah, Matthias Schweighofer. Yeah, uh, the gentleman uh, who plays the safe cracker in Army of the Dead because he was friggin' hilarious. They all hated him Yeah, because he's the only one who didn't have to work out. <laughs> <laughs> That's so perfect. Um, it's like when they all hated uh, Matt Damon for Saving Private Ryan because he didn't have to do boot camp. Poor Dave Bautista <laughs> sitting in a corner eating rice and boiled chicken <laughs> every 45 minutes. <laughs> uh, for my uh, French pilot, I never know how to pronounce his name. Rob might be a little bit better than I am. Uh, Gu- Goulamé Canet? Canet? Uh, no, it's uh, Guillaume uh, Guillaume Canet. Guillaume Canet. So, I'm so American. <laughs> um, and then for my Italian, going to be an aggressively Italian accent will be John Turturro. Um, I was thinking about it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, for, my, for my reporter who is going to actually be, haven't figured this out yet, but going to be in each jet at some point okay. um, is going to be Elizabeth Banks. Funny Nick, enough, I almost Nick, made she, Banks she my director. <laughs> uh, you've seen The Dark Knight, right? Skyhook. <laughs> Funny enough, Elizabeth Banks was almost my director. Oh, yeah? Because I wanted a female director. Um, I chose a female director as well. Uh, I chose Regina King um, to direct. She directs? She does. Yeah. She which, directed which uh, once, in, once, a, once, a, once Upon a Time in Miami. Once She just directed a couple things. She, yeah, she just... Uh, Damn, she's been. She's also directed a lot of TV too. She did a lot of This Is Us, Shameless, um, The Good Doctor. Yeah. Uh, One Night in Miami was the one she just recently did. Ah, Um, Oh, that's uh, that's on Amazon. That's the one with like Muhammad Ali. Yes. uh, Yeah. Okay. It's the one I really want to see. I haven't watched it yet. Um, I was originally going to choose Ben Stiller, but I went with a female as well. Um, I believe the title I'm going to go with is Right or Wrong, but Right is spelt like the Wright Brothers. Um, and basically that's it. It's a, it's a private jet race across the Atlantic, uh, through three of these different jets, one for an American, one for a German, one for a Frenchman, and one for an Italian. And that's what I've got. Is there a goal at the end of yours? Not to die. Okay. <laughs> for all of them. Uh, one of them's gonna die. Nazi gold? Nazi gold. <laughs> it's always Nazi gold. We can always put Nazi gold into more episodes. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna say John Turturro's gonna die. Okay. Um, John Sturro will probably. So I think there's a moment where him and Tom Hardy are flying side by side, and Tom Hardy is so drunk that John Turturro is trying to warn him of an incoming mountain. And because he's. Where is there a mountain? <laughs> because cause he's warning him in Italy or something. I don't know. They go over to Europe. <laughs> There's mountains in places. Yeah, you said it sounds like most of this race is over the water. <laughs> yep, that makes it even better. Um, Fucking Cthulhu. And yeah. as he's trying to warn him of the oncoming mountain, 
Tom Hardy just kind of goes, oh, I'll go left here. And then Jean Turturro goes straight into the mountain and dies. Is it still New York to Paris? Yeah. But they don't go over the Atlantic? No, they do go over the Atlantic. But why is it? Why is there a mountain? <laughs> because it's going to be somewhere in the Europe's. It's not. <laughs> it, you Yours gives me more of like around the world in the 80 days vibes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sounds like an excuse for you to film four plane parties. <laughs> <laughs> I'm about it. That's what I want. Uh, let's put these together. We all went in no. drastically different <laughs> ways. <laughs> I wanted to give you guys a second to think about that. Yeah. I needed some time to drink water. Um, well, let's talk about today's sponsor. Um, there isn't one. Uh, so water. back to the episode. Water. Thanks, Earth. <laughs> uh, okay, so let's see. We have... We will probably have to forgo my jet idea because both of you guys did did racing autos, so that'll probably be a little bit easier. <laughs> racing autos. Racing, racing autos. autos. Could it... Could it be kind of a combo of the two of like we said it in the time that Rob was saying? We can make it a triathlon. <laughs> car <laughs> train and or car boat and plane. You just sort want of, a plane. <laughs> sort of similar to runners high. Hmm. I don't think the planes can get far enough. Yeah. <laughs> You're probably right, but listen, suspension of disbelief. Trains are fun. Trains are fun. Why don't we make it a train race? Let's make it just a train race. That's an awful lot of track you've got to lay kind of side by side, isn't it? But um, Tish. Um, yes. Uh, and that can also be one of the reasons everyone's complaining. They're like, well, you only have two tracks and there's four trains. How are the two in the back supposed to win? We'll find out. <laughs> we'll find out in a week. <laughs> Come on back. Um, we can make it a train race. Hmm. What do we call it? It's got to be called, what's, what, what's train terms? Four different murders on the Orient Express. <laughs> <laughs> um, something still, Express would work. I still like Culture Shock. Honestly, Culture Shock works. We Because we have the four different. Uh, they all white, though. <laughs> yeah, but, you know, French <laughs> and German. Uh, I, I'm going to ask that we keep Tom Hardy as my bumbling British drunken American. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> culture Shock. It doesn't have to be culture shock. We can keep thinking. I put a C in shock by accident in the wrong spot. Um, that was almost a very disastrous <laughs> sentence. <laughs> but Nick. Um, no, I like culture shock. That's good. Let's cut to... Let's cut us down to six characters. I want Elliot Page as a mechanic. That's the one Elliot I'm, Page I'm holding as a mechanic on. is fine. Does he spell it with one L? I, there's always either two, two L's or two T's or both. Or it's two I think L's. it's one T, two L. Oh, God, I put two In T's. In that order. Elliot Page. Um, okay, so he's the Buffalo mechanic. Has to be aggressively New York. Um I'm oh keep boy. I'm keep I'm keeping Tom Hardy. Let's all get Poor someone dude. in there. Okay. <laughs> He's gonna be great. He'll be fine. Uh, Tom Hardy as my drunken British American. Who you putting in there, Rob? Let's let's put the pot together. I want Till Schweiger. We want Till Schweiger. That's your German. German, okay. Uh, I can't spell German either. That's fine. I mean, I can spell German. I can't spell his last name. <laughs> no, you got it. Oh, nice. Oh, nice. All right. Um, all right. So Elliot Page is the Buffalo mechanic, which means he's not gonna be. So he. So Elliot Page and Tom Hardy are gonna be together the whole time. Yes. Because we have. The drunken guy who keeps like running over potholes and shit. And Elliot Page is like, come on, dude. <laughs> what are you doing to me? <laughs> okay, addendum. Tom Hardy is only British when he's drunk. Yes. Oh, my God. Perfect. So he's fully American until he's drunk. But he's drunk throughout most of the most movie. Of the so. Does he drive better drunk? No, because no. Elliot Page keeps screaming at him that he keeps hitting potholes and stuff and missing <laughs> turns. But for some reason, Elliot Page is not fighting to have him drive sober. Or maybe he is. Wait, are we kinda... still doing trains? I don't want to do trains. No, I don't, okay, th- I don't, no, th- I don't I, think I we're think doing trains. Cars. Trains it's are kind of boring. It's too hard to do trains. Hey, yeah. don't you tell that to train people. <laughs> we got a lot of train people in our list. <laughs> I, I know some train people. What's up, Wayne? There's always train people. <laughs> trains are fun. They, they, they have the train sets in their house. They've got the wooden the wooden whistle. Oh, no, I'm talking like I know people who work on, like, steam engines. <laughs> oh, no. I'm talking about the weirdos that just love trains and know all the facts about them. I mean, I, I pretty much swapped that out for the Transformers, so <laughs> I, I don't have ground to stand on. I was never obsessed with trains. I was always obsessed with, like, space shuttles, but 
that's different. Um, okay, so those are three. So we have our two Americans. We have our German. We still need our Frenchman and our Italiano. Italiano. I, I would like to keep John Turturro, and I would like to keep him dead. <laughs> He's the Italian, right? Yeah, I would like to cut. Uh, Who's your Italian, Meg? Mine was Roberto Benini, but That's also kind of old older man. So <laughs> yeah, He's the, he was the one who um, remember in the Oscars he jumped over the seats to get to. No, the yeah, t- yeah, I know who. Yeah, I know. Okay, who he is. I wasn't sure. <laughs> he was in La Vie La Vie when he was La Vie The next year when he was presenting because he won the previous yeah, yeah. year. Billy Crystal was standing to the side of the stage with a big net. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I'm going to stop this guy. I love Billy Crystal. Hey, should we bring in Billy Crystal to play our Italian? Oh, no. Oh, no. I say we bring in Billy Crystal to play our Italian. No. He could be one of the Frenchmen. We need three, so. Well, we don't need three. That's true. We can make it whatever we want. Um, A car could also have You know what? No. Screw it. Let's have Billy Crystal play our Frenchman. Okay. But why? (laughs) Because why not, Rob? It's our goddamn podcast. But that means if Billy Crystal comes, then I want... um, The Russian Jew. (laughs) What's her face to come into? Oh, gosh. From Princess Bride. His wife in Princess Bride. Carol oh, King. Carol King? Yeah, at one point. I don't care when. <laughs> Carol King. Carol King is the singer. Is the singer. I didn't say Carol King. Yes, you did. I did? Yeah. Oh, rewind it. <laughs> I said It's Carole too King. late, baby. <laughs> no, it's no. it was Carol King in Princess Bride, for sure. I know. <laughs> I think I was looking at Regina King's name right here. <laughs> sure, okay. It's written down. Um, I really did try to make it. And we still have the man that gets impatient be Jimmy Buffett. Yeah, Jimmy Buffett can be the starter, the starter pistol guy. Um, okay, so... Are we going with... Margaritaville? <laughs> with winning the war or, like, a prize money or both? I want to steer away from war because we've done it so many times. I want to steer Some away... war films, a political film. I know, but we've also done a lot of those. By the way, the prize was $1,000, which okay. in 1908 was a good amount um, of money. Do we stay in the past? Do we keep in the present? Do we put it in the 60s? Do we put it in the 20s? Well, Mad Mad is in what the nineteen sixty three that movie 60s. came out. Sixties. I don't think we should do the sixties then because then it's just rude. Um, <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you know what? We're doing a lot of alcohol and stuff. Why don't we put it in the seventies? Make it a seventies movie. <laughs> One of them can be the straw that stirs the drink, Rob. <laughs> oh, for God's sake! <laughs> um, we got to put them all in super seventies outfits. I'm doing a, I'm doing a quick uh, calculation of how much a thousand dollars in 1908 is now. Okay, it's twenty nine thousand dollars. It's pretty good. Yeah. Um, would the Bering Strait still be an issue in the 70s, or would there be more ways to get well, over? Well, we there? don't we don't have to go in New York to Paris. We can make it whatever we want. It can be it can take place in Brazil. Damn. You know, we could have them go through the Amazon. In these, like, rugged Jeeps, like, whatever we want. <laughs> it's a rainforest. Yeah, it's Jeeps. I've played Uncharted 4. Um, <laughs> so, I, I, you know what? I'm going to charter a plane and have you dropped in the middle of the Amazon <laughs> with a Jeep. And tell you to get out. Fine, I'll just bring my copy of The Lost City of Z and I'll be fine. He died, Nick. Spoiler <laughs> alert. He died, Nick. He got his son killed, Nick. Yes, but David Graham made it out. <laughs> I love that book, by the way. Uh, for everybody listening. It's a good book. Good book. It is. The movie was all right. British Explorers. Can I can I go off topic for a quick second about a movie that I think everybody no, should watch? No, Nicholas. Nicholas. <laughs> Rob? Is it, uh, is it the hotel movie again? No, no, no. It wasn't a ho- You mean I Care A Lot, the one I texted you about? No. no uh, the, what are you always telling me to watch? The one with Chris, Chris Hemsworth one. and uh, Cynthia Rio. Oh, you mean Bad Times at El Royale? Yeah. <laughs> no. I mean, everyone should watch Bad Times at El Royale. But... Everybody out there listening right now needs to watch the movie Greenland with Gerard Butler and Morena Bacharin and the kid. And the kid, yeah. Robert George Floyd? Roger George? Roger Dalton Floyd? Roger Dale Floyd. Roger Dale Floyd. Um, everybody watch Greenland. That's all I'm going to say. I'll, I'll, I'll put us back on topic. It's good. Wait, you watched it? Yeah. And you didn't think it was the most amazing thing? And now a word from our sponsors, why the two of them duke it out. Rob, tell me your opinions on Greenland. I, I will after the show. <laughs> God damn it, Rob. Okay. I'm going to sure. cut that out of context where I'm just going to be talking about the country of Greenland. Rob, tell me about your opinions on Greenland. I'll tell you after the show. <laughs> so let's, let's, let's put it back 
into uh, one story because we're a little all over the place. Welcome to What Do You Got? Yeah, that's okay. <laughs> oh, well, I, I think you said let's put it back in one story. <laughs> so. <laughs> uh, so we have Tom Hardy and Elliot Page as mm-hmm. the Americans. Mm-hmm. What is the goal? They're trying to get. Oh, if you don't want to do New York to Paris, what do you want to do? Let's do across Canada. Let's do West Coast to East Coast Canada. The Trans Canadian Highway? Yep. So. Let's do the Trans Canadian Highway. <laughs> but there's no Canadians involved besides technically Elliot Page. But Not Elliot Page Canadian is. Follow from... the only road. Follow <laughs> the only road. Um, okay. What's, are they going to get? They're going to make money? It's, it's. I don't know if I want a prize. What, then what it, could then it, it, what becomes could it be? Mad, 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 mad world again. Yeah, but I mean, anything with a race is going to have a prize. No matter what. That's yeah, what, what, are, to... what are the stakes? Like we, yeah, yeah, what, that's yeah. The question. Like we, we, we started with a cast, which we really should have started with a plot. Yeah, we should have. Um, what are the stakes, folks? What do we got here? I put mine down. Hers is in the article. Yeah, I literally handed it to you. Well, yours, yours was money. And but I, I also th- said mine was a scam. Like, I wanted... Let's do that. Okay. Because that's unique. Let's go with the scam. So what exactly is the scam again? The scam is that they... the, the So the way the scam was going to work if it was New York to Paris is that these people who created it, like Matthew Lillard and Amy mm-hmm. Acker, knew that there's no way to get from New York to Paris at the time. That's why the setting of 1908 worked. Oh, you have to finish to claim the prize. You have to finish to claim the prize. Or a prize so well. they're going to take... Maybe the money that the sponsors gave, like the winning money, and also there's an entry fee. Okay. Simply put, if we do the Trans-Canadian Highway, there's a bridge that hasn't been built yet. And they tell them that that's the only route they're allowed to take, and we can keep Matthew Lillard and Amy Acker. Okay. I mean, Canada is... The Trans-Canadian Highway is kind of small for this. Why? I I don't know anything about it. I mean, it's just driving across Canada is is relatively low stakes. Well, then give us something else, Rob. It's like Route 66. I mean, I mean, essentially, almost circumnavigating the globe is pretty high stakes. Okay. Do we want to just keep the, it in New York to Paris? With the exception Paris? of the Atlantic Ocean, of course, uh, which you can't drive across and is pretty wide. Um, <laughs> sort of, sort of big. Um, okay, so do we want to just keep it in New York to Paris? Hmm. Then we can kind of delve into almost planes, trains, and automobiles territory yeah. of. Mm-hmm. It doesn't necessarily have to be by car or by train or by boat or, or by propeller engine. You just have to get there, and you can't go east. Oh, okay. Oh, I like that. You just can't go east. Yes. So it's not just a car race. They can use whatever means of transport they want. Yes. But it's a matter of they have to procure it. Yeah, you have okay. to get there, or you yeah. don't. You owe anything, and you're liable for all your your expenses. <laughs> what if you? Yeah. Well, not only expensive. What if you have to put something up? What if it's like a gamble? Yeah. Like, they're like, that. you have to put up, I don't know, off the top of my head, like your house. Yeah, your house, yeah. Like, you have to put up your house in order to do this. And these people have been training for this for years. Yeah. And the, the uh, quote-unquote scam element of it would be like, this is a, basically a huge promotional thing for this car company, a fictional car company. Yeah. Um, to prove that that would be, like, the, the best way to just do it in one go. But they're not expecting anyone to finish. And this winds up bankrupting the company. <laughs> Because they all finish. Which, which, yeah, that makes sense. The the car company is called Torsa. Okay, which is kind of funny because it was like the Thomas something something. Torsa. Torsa, yep. That's the car company. Because it sounds very car. Google that real quick and make sure we're not, you know. <laughs> There's some small car company called Torsa. Yeah, we're not saying <laughs> like clitoris it's not in a Italian. bad word or something. <laughs> or, yeah, yeah. Oh, it actually means murder your mother and father in whatever. <laughs> um. So there's a small car company trying to get into the big... So, okay, this is great. The beginning of the turn of the century, or right after the turn of the century in the 1900s, uh, was when the Industrial Revolution really took off for the cars. So it's a small car company trying to compete with Ford and Honda, and I don't know if Honda was around yeah. in 1908, but whatever, you know? No, no definitely not. Um, Japan did not make good things until yeah. after the war. But uh, but it's it's this small car company trying to compete with Ford, Toyota, yeah. and all of them. Uh, and then maybe they're also in Detroit. So maybe it's not New York to Paris. Maybe it's Detroit to Paris or something. Like, they start there. They all have to start in a Torsa car. A- anything on Torsa? Uh, it's a Gaelic derivation of Old Norse for Thor's Island. Love it. Interesting. Um, so there's this, it doesn't have to be Detroit, wherever. There's this small Torsa, uh, what do you call them, plant. Mm -hmm. 
And they all have to start in a Torza car, and those cars are shit. <laughs> so all of them break down yeah. almost immediately. But we got Elliot Page trying to fix that car up. Most of him and Tom Hardy's time in this film are spent just trying to fix this trash car. It's like a war boy from Mad Max just blowing gasoline into yeah. the engine directly. <laughs> uh, is there anything that happens to our, like, how does, uh, you want the Italian to die, so how does he die? Yeah, so I have, I still have John Turturro. Um... Because in the how can he die? We have so many ways to kill John him. John Turturro, once he gets to Alaska, charters a uh, a steamboat um, <laughs> to take him uh, down past Asia and around the Cape Horn of Africa. Okay. Uh, he is shipwrecked in Madagascar, and is probably devoured by monkeys. <laughs> Lemurs. <laughs> <laughs> okay, perfect. Okay. He's shipwrecked in Madagascar. Whatever happened to the Italian? <laughs> Uh, that that is oh that does. <laughs> and then um, I don't know I haven't seen <laughs> I haven't seen him since the Cape of Africa. <laughs> <laughs> the germ is there? Do you want the stipulation of the fifteen days thing or no? Fifteen days. Like how the Americans technically won because they got that additional fifteen days because they had to ship their car back. I don't think that's an important. Is that is that, yeah, is that it's not a, not I an just important find it piece. funny yeah, that no, they're no, like I technically won. <laughs> I mean that's very American. Um. Who do we want to win, or do we pull in a Mad World rat race style where no one really wins? Hmm. Well, if it's a small car company, we can't really do the the, the big scamish elements of it that they don't want anyone to win. Right. Because scam... then we're just punching down. Yeah, so that's the question, actually. What is their scam? Because they're trying to compete with Ford and all the other companies, so they're trying to do this race and show, like, look, you know, buy a Torso. We can get you from New York to Paris yeah. because... It doesn't matter how how rough the terrain our cars will get I, you there. I think then they know the cars are shite. Here's something mm-hmm. I just discovered that might throw uh, an interesting wrench in the proceedings. 1908, at the end of the year, is the year that the first Model T rolled off the line. Ooh, so they're uh... trying to beat the Model T. And they don't. And that's <laughs> the ending, maybe? Like the Model T being announced? The Model whatever. T comes out. They, yeah. they, limp, they limp to the finish line, and I think maybe the Model T has been there for three days. <laughs> so, wait, was there one person in the Model T for the race? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, but they didn't know about it. Okay. So, sources. Well, yeah, the whole time you can kind of almost put a Chekhovian gun in, and is in the fact that there's different cars also in the race, mm-hmm. but it's mainly the, the Torsas. Or maybe the Torsa people. Um, they're, just, they're sponsoring a race. They, they, they fought spon- to try to get their cars. Yeah, into they the race. they sponsor or they're saying they maybe are offering the uh, like Tom Hardy and other people a little more money. Like, hey, if you win, we'll and I I also just love the idea of like when the car breaks down, Elliot Page is standing like the engine's upside down. How am I supposed to fix this? Like Taurus is sponsoring it, so everyone has the option to drive one of their cars for the race as long as they want to. Oh, like one one team. Maybe the Americans has the Ford Model T. Like maybe the, the Americans one. are the only one that choose to ride it. <laughs> maybe <laughs> because they're because because uh, Tom Hardy is paid mm-hmm. by the company to to. Uh, oh to no, no, no. This, their car. It, it's a surprise. Oh, okay, Model T okay. is a surprise. Yeah. <laughs> the whole movie, I think everyone has been driving these notoriously unreliable new cars. Oh, okay. Just, like the ending line is, we could have driven anything we wanted. Yeah. Like, <laughs> and we're not really advertising Ford because they don't sell Model Ts anymore. <laughs> 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 it's a good car. It's a good car. And it's like, so at the end of 1908 is when the Ford Model T came out. So I'm sorry, you're you're saying, Rob, that uh, it should be what exactly? That they're the, are they the only ones driving this Torsa car? Everyone is driving a Torsa car. Okay. And everyone is experiencing the shit we're going to put them through in this film. In this trash car. Except for a team that we forgot about that is driving a Model T. Do we ever see that team, uh, or is it just at the Beginning end? Beginning in the end. Beginning in the end. And we don't even point out that there's a Model T. No, nope, it's, it's, it's just a background. It's just a background. Oh, it looks different. Yeah. <laughs> Asia Kate Dillon. Yes. They, yes. They can, They're the they, only one. Yeah. They're the only one driving yeah. the Model T. <laughs> It's it's very uh, it's very Taylor. Yeah, and this was the most reliable automobile. <laughs> <laughs> That's so perfect, especially for their character in Billions. Um, at the end, you just have like one of the reporters being like, "So tell me, why you chose this car?" There's no fanfare when they arrive. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Why did you choose this this Model T? Well, it got me here in one piece. <laughs> <laughs> Tom Hardy has like a broken leg. <laughs> 
him and Elliot Page are pushing the car, the car. <laughs> to the to the finish line. They're at this point, they're so far behind. They're already like taking down like the flag above the finish line as they're pushing it over. The Germans gave up. In, yes. like the Germans have basically converted their car into one of those railway like up yes. down <laughs> systems. Like, like in a like in um uh Oh Brother Where Are yeah, Thou? The, the, the up down push carts. Yeah. <laughs> But the thing about that is... But they won't give up. They don't realize that they also now have to find train tracks to use that. <laughs> it's just... <laughs> oh, no, because it could just be the base of the car, so it's just yeah, the wheels. Yeah, cannibalize the car, <laughs> refusing to give up. I do like Regina Shiza! George. Or, not Regina George, Regina no King. One likes Regina no one George. likes Regina George. No one likes Regina George. Regina King as director, though. I would love to see her hash yeah, out a, 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 a slapstick comedy like this. Um, are we going with Culture Shock? I don't, I don't know. Does that fit what we're doing anymore? I don't, I don't think so. Know. I think Autoband does. Autoband? Yeah. It sounds social media. It does sound social media. Uh, I did all, I had Meet Me in Perry or the other one was Paris or Bust. Um... With the with the movie we're going with, I don't feel the title should have something to do with the city. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, Let's see. What's well, like a mechanic word? Oof! You're asking the wrong person. <laughs> Crankshaft. <laughs> <laughs> the, the Johnson rod. <laughs> Let's see. Let's see. So it's something with an axle. <laughs> um, automotive repair vocabulary. <laughs> Ford Model T in October 1st, 1908 to May 26th, 1927. Wow, I didn't know it was, it was nine years. Jumper cable. Oh, oh, you said 27, yeah. not 17. <laughs> Damn it. My mind is all over the place today. <laughs> wow, it was nine years plus another um, 10. <laughs> what do you call it um, when you put something together like a plan or a piece of equipment that is very like haphazardly done? Um, um, that, that turn of phrase. Um, like I something something a way to get this microphone shift? into this thing. Like you MacGyvered it, kind of that kind yeah. of word. Yeah, um, there's, there's a phrase I'm thinking of. Not makeshift. Yeah, it's is it jury rig? Something like jerry that. Rig? Jerry rig. Yeah. Jerry rig is a thing. Yeah. Uh, jury rig. Uh, patch together. Yeah, no, jury rig is probably the one you're thinking. Yeah. How do you, how do you Let's spell it? Let's some synonyms for that. G U R Y dash R I G. Okay. Some synonyms for jury, jury rig. Let's yeah, see. that kind of that sort of very like haphazard. Haphazard actually isn't bad. Okay, so there is. A, I do like apparently haphazard. there is jerry rigged and jury rigged. Like there's a argument between the two. Let's see. Do 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 do. Makeshift repairs made Make with shift. only the tools and materials at hand. Mm, dismasting. Makeshift. Slipshod. <laughs> That's a good one. Stopgap. Mm-hmm. Uh, stop gap in a sense. I do like makeshift, too. Of, I want to see the actual definition of it. I mean, sh- yeah, shift is a car thing, so why not makeshift? Makeshift. Yeah. Yeah. Makeshift. Here we go. Makeshift. We got there. We got there. <laughs> it takes us a while, but we find where we're going. <laughs> Just like our uh, characters in this movie. And there can be a dash. Between M- the words. Make dash. No, there's no <laughs> There's never going to be I like a dash. dash. And you can hide, you can hide little Rob. things on the poster like inside it's, the like dash. It's a Rob, it's enough a tr- with dash. It's a track. <laughs> <laughs> no dash. None dash. Never dash. <laughs> it becomes like a recurring weird character thing for me. <laughs> um, yeah, hey, I think we got a movie here. All my actors are people with hyphenated names. <laughs> <laughs> and your serial killers. All right, so um, let's... let's... Did we finalize the cast for sure? We did. So we have Elliot Page as the Buffalo Mechanic. Uh, We got Tom Hardy as the drunken British American. We have Till Schwager as the German. We have John Turturro as our going-to-die Italian. I love you, John Turturro. This is nothing against you. I just need someone to die in this movie. (laughs) If Billy Crystal, if you really want him to be our Frenchman, can he be a mime? Yes. 100% he can be a mime. I'm a little offended you had to ask. (laughs) It's a callback to Spinal Tap. Um, and then we have Matthew Lillard and Amy Acker as the owners of Torsa Vehicles. Yeah. Soon to be ruined. Soon to be very ruined. Uh, in our new movie, coming to you summer of 2022, Makeshift. Directed by Regina King. Everybody keeps calling it Torso. <laughs> <laughs> well, we got there.
<laughs> it took a little while. I like the there. idea. It's like it's like a torso because it's got no goddamn yep. arms and legs. <laughs> we had a lot more stuff to work through. We haven't read it ahead of time, but it's it's interesting that way. Yeah. It's well, that's, that's the purpose. Yeah. To, like, put that on you guys. The, the... That's a really good joke, though. When in the movie they keep calling it Torso, they're like, we call it Torso because there's no goddamn legs with this thing. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, no, this is a, like Meg said, this was a longer article, so it was, it was, we had to get a lot of information. Oh, God, I fell. Um, we had to get a lot of information out there. Um, but I think we did it. We went under the bridge, through the forest, and yeah, we did it. I thought you were going to sing we Under the it. Sea because he just passed away. Yeah, yeah. Aww. Man. Now you made it sad. <laughs> um, uh, you know what? Before we before we close out here, I was just trying to think of what I wanted to do. Your before mouth we... was wide open for like a full two seconds. Um, uh, um, before we close out here, Meg, why don't you tell us where we can find you? Sure. Uh, you can find me on Instagram at Megara Hope Cosplay, on Twitch and TikTok as at Megara Hope. Uh, and yeah this this episode will air uh thursday may 27th uh when's the next day you're going to be streaming any idea most likely tomorrow actually so, okay, so may 22nd right. so come hang out on twitch may 27th 27th listen, listen to this time. on your phone while watching the twitch on the computer do it all there at the same go. time um definitely go check her out a lot of fun uh i don't stream but i end i tend to play games with her you do um, waiting for the day rob joins yeah we gotta get you in You've never invited me. That's not true. That is a lie. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we should get you into some Dead by Daylight, though. That'd be really fun. Oh, God. I'd love to watch you pee yourself. Continually messaging me about a game called Hood that I do not own does not count as inviting me. <laughs> well, listen, that that group has now evolved past just Sea of Thieves. I get it. It's still called for the booty. <laughs> no, actually, they change it to all the booty. All, all the booty. booty. <laughs> um, but, yeah, you can find Meg at all those places. You can watch her stream uh, live on the 27th. We're recording this the 26th, so tomorrow. Um, and hopefully see me in a movie, maybe one of yours soon. Yeah, maybe once we uh, make, uh, once we finally Something. write, I want you to beep that out. <laughs> okay, no, the last time I did that, it was a slip. Now you're now you're just tipping it. Nope, I want, I want you to. <laughs> I want you to beep that out. Um, you're going to do it. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna do it. <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna, because you don't want to give away our title. Um, um, other than that, guys, uh, please check out this episode. Check out our backlog. This is episode 30. Uh, we're going pretty strong right now. Uh, you can find us everywhere at WDYG Podcast. We will be having an Instagram uh, come out soon. The handle should be as long as we can get it, WDYG Podcast. I don't see why we can't. Uh, with some pretty cool uh, upcoming art uh, that we will be sharing once that goes live. Other than that, you know to like, subscribe, share, review, whatever you want to do. Make sure your friends listen. Make sure your friends share as well. Get us some traffic. We enjoy it. It's fun. We like Moisturize, people listening. Moisturize. Uh, drink lots of water. Definitely drink lots of water. It's like 95 degrees in our studio right now. It's so humid. We are <laughs> Very all warm. sweating like crazy. Um, make sure you send us in articles wherever you want to do it. Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Gmail, whatever. Send us articles. Pitch us your ideas. We'd love to hear them. And until next time... I've been Rob. I've been Nick. And I've been Meg. And that's what all of us have got. (laughs) (laughs) I hate you so much. What Do You Got is recorded live at the Cape Swoosh Studios in Bloomfield, New Jersey. Our theme song was written and performed by Trevor Campbell. Additional music is provided by Kevin McLeod of Incompetech.com. And our wonderful logo was designed by Gabby Weiss. You can find her on Twitter at at Gabby Weiss. 